Testing, testing, one, two. One, two, one, two. I think we in this. We're in this bitch, guys. Do you hear the difference in our voices? Listen to the crispness. Ooh, for y'all who like ASMR, Hottie and I are now taking requests. Re- <laughs> <laughs> we got you guys. We got you guys. I just want to let go First things first. Yeah. We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, we have and, not. And, um, you know, let me tell you what's been going on. Go ahead. Past, tell past the people week. where you went. Man, let me tell everyone where I was for the past week. New York. New York, baby. New York, people. New York. New York. And let, me tell you, let me tell you something, man. I, for the, for the people that don't know, I used to live in New York and specifically in the Bronx, which is really interesting. I don't know how I ended up there, but... um. This is probably like pre nine eleven, and so like when I was basically like maybe like five six years old, and we lived there for two years, and after that we went to Doha and pretty much, you know, grew up in Doha. But it was so interesting to go back after like fifteen years, and uh, we actually went around the area, or at least I thought where my area neighborhood would be, and it's just crazy to see like how much, uh, like things have changed specifically and more interesting enough is like some things came back to me you know what i mean and i was like i was just walking by and i was like this looks so familiar i don't know if it's just like nostalgia or what it is mm. but i was like this looks so familiar i don't know if it's my memory and what it is but overall man new york hands down best pizza man oh yeah 100%, you cannot go wrong 100 you cannot go wrong would Everyone, you would you go would you live there yo that's actually really interesting <coughs> i would never live in new york okay just because I think Toronto enough is like a big enough city for me. Facts. And New York is just another beast. And people don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like you're walking down the street and this is this is a crazy You're part. fucking yeah. in my way. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Especially so in the rude. subway. Yeah. People have no spatial awareness. Yeah. Or like care for anyone else. Like there's 20 people. No one's using headphones. Mm-hmm. They'll just put their um their music on loud. On yeah. blast. Yeah. Someone's watching YouTube. Someone's watching Netflix. Someone's just listening to like the baby. Yeah. And they're like just jamming. Yeah. And no one cares. Yeah. Um, the other crazy thing was like, you know, obviously there's like a big homeless um, population there. But like people walk in and it, there's a crazy guy just going around, just doing his own thing. And no one blinks. No one. Like this is the norm mm. of New York. So that's what I love about yeah, New it's York. It's just crazy. Now. You get so desensitized by that. But New, Yor- New yeah. York is like character on character it really is it's literally you can bump into like new things uh-huh. every time yep. new scenarios and you're like yep. what does this city not have to yeah. offer there's so much and it's like <coughs> i feel like i'm definitely gonna go back in like the springtime but i always feel like there's always so much to do there's yeah. never you you can never encompass new york in one trip you have yeah. to go like multiple times to really yeah. be like i i feel like i know new york yeah now. for sure but um i think the biggest highlight for me was obviously the food itself like pizza like anywhere you go it's unbelievable and we went to this place um we went to a comedy cellar or a comedy show mm. and it was amazing unbelievable like i would recommend anyone out there that wants to check out new york go to the comedy cellar so the interesting thing about it is that 
they don't tell you who's actually going to be performing. Um, and they've had big people in the past, like Kevin Hart has come. Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle's been there. Um, so for ours, we don't really have like famous people per se, but all of them have like Netflix specials. They all oh, are wow. on SNL, and it was hilarious. Like that was the highlight of my trip. Mm. Yeah, like I genuinely enjoyed the stand up, mm. and I was like, I really want to check out any stand ups here in Toronto, and see if I can like. Um, check those out. Mm. I know they're not going to be as good, but mm. still, like, I want to check out that scene. But, man, overall, New York. 10 out of 10? Y'all, y'all, know, y'all know what you're doing. Wow. Yeah, y'all know what you're doing. Yeah, y'all New York's fire. Yeah, New, New York, York is crazy. Yeah, I, I was also talking to some of my colleagues here mm. who live and are, like, they're born and raised in Toronto and they've mm. never been to New York. <gasps> I'm like, bro, you've been to, like, every other place. Not Vegas, Miami, yeah, but you can't just drive two hours down. Yeah, it's New York. Come on, two hours. Okay, relax. Okay, You're over exaggerating, but I know, I know what you mean. I know, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, overall, fire ten out of ten. Mm. And while I was away, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my girl Latifa oh, here, she's putting <laughs> in the work. You know, you know, she's trying to be humble. She's trying to be like you know very low key, but she's out here. I'm out here. You're out. Yo, don't. No, no, no. I'm okay. I'm so Tell hard. People, okay, man. okay, okay. First of all, it's so hard to like, I gas people up like yeah, crazy. I know, I know, but but then it's like, up. I can't gas myself I'll up gas as much. Up, but thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, yeah. So like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, I did like a blog interview for this uh, online company or she's. So basically the background is the company is called ASOM, which is a state of mind. Um, and it's a girl based here in Toronto who's uh, thinking of like making leisure wear or homeware for women who work at home. Um, but currently she runs a blog that basically highlights a lot of um, women in Toronto and I think some women internationally and what they do outside of their nine to five jobs. Um, she reached out to me through a friend and said like, we'd love to interview and see like what you do. Okay, so okay. yeah, it was really, it was a really good conversation. Cause like, a, I've never been interviewed like that before. It's more or less like you go to a job interview and they ask you like, what do you do yep. type of thing? Yep, right. Yep. So when we were speaking, it was like, su- it was like a humbling experience for me because as I'm talking to her about all these like projects that I partake in or even my nine to five job, I'm like, yo, how the hell do I juggle all of this? And still keep, like, a clear mind and I'm still able to, like, be with my friends and hang out and be that social. Yeah, it yeah. just, it honestly put myself in awe and I was like, shit, sometimes yeah. you need to, like, literally sit back and look at what you've done mm-hmm. and kind of be super grateful for where you are yeah. and how far you've come, you know? Sometimes yeah. you're just, like, always in the rush or you're always in the moment of producing content or whatever, you're working, right? Yeah. And you don't have that time to step back and be like... Yo, and like, really reflect. Yeah, and really reflect of yeah. like how far you've come and what you've done, and be like, "Yo, shit, I'm proud of yeah. you. I'm proud of me." 100%, like before yeah. anyone can say that they're proud of you, you should be proud of your own 100%. accomplishments. So, yeah, it was really cool, like being able to read over it, yeah. um, and then just like get all the support and like hear people be like, "Yo, the Tifa, like it we're proud amazing. of you." Yo, I was, I was like, so proud when I saw that. Like I was on my uh, <coughs> way to work, mm. so I just saw like a post. Like I just saw your face, and I was like, "Wait, what is this?" Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was like a regular Instagram photo, so mm. I didn't really think too much of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, wait, 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 let me scroll back up. Hold up, hold up. And then I saw it, and I read through all of it. Yeah. And I was so proud. And I'll tell you why I was so proud. Two things. One, uh, one when you put 
um, you are your own legacy. Mm. That I was like, yo, I respect that a lot. Mm. And uh, two specifically is because, you know, people that have been listening to the podcast know that me and Latifah came to Toronto a year ago. Mm. And when we first came to Toronto, we had no plan. Literally. Uh, We didn't really know, like, what our trajectory, what our career path is going to look like. And I remember I I was talking to you specifically about this, and you were like, man, I feel like I'm doing whatever I can. I'm grinding, but I'm not getting the results. Mm. I'm not being recognized, or I'm not doing all of this. And fast forward one year, you know, you're looking back at it now, one year from now, and it's like, you're absolutely right. Like, you you may not see it at the time because you're just grinding, Mm. but you get to see all the work that you've done. And now to see that someone's recognizing that Mm. and is able to bring that, to their platform mm-hmm. so they can share with others mm-hmm. man i was like this is amazing like yeah. this like you it was well deserved like yeah. you you, you know you know what i mean like thank you thank all you. the work that you've put in like yeah. i said it's like you don't see it at the time but it's all coming yeah. to fruition now yeah. and it's like it's amazing man yeah. i'm so proud thank you especially as a thank content you. creator thank i know you. how hard it yeah. can be to just be in that space and feel like your work is being recognized mm. um so i was like when i read it i was like man i'm so proud thank you I'm so but proud. It, I, and i honestly t- like i told I was telling like some of my friends as well and like a lot of how I've been able to get through it and do it is through the support of my friends yeah. like if I didn't have a support group or a group of people who like inspire me mm-hmm. or push me to keep going like obviously I just end up feeling kind of <coughs> down on my on my feet because I'm like yeah damn where am I going type yeah. of thing and it's not even like with content creation it's a lot of people yeah um, that they feel like they're working, but they're working for what? Exactly. Because, you know, there's at a point in what you're doing, you don't kind of get that appreciation or yeah. validation anymore. Yeah. So you're just like, I'm doing this aimlessly. Yeah. But then I think once you get recognized for your work and with patience, exactly. these things come and then you're like, damn, okay, this is why I was hustling. Exactly. This is what I was doing it for. Exactly, right? exactly. And um, I think it's also, it, it goes to the point of like, at the time, it's frustrating because you're like, man, I'm doing all this, but like, it's not going anywhere. Mm. And that's, and honestly, that's the entire process. Mm-hmm. Like, these things that you're you're working towards, mm-hmm. um, you don't see it at the time, but eventually, you're gonna get that one break, or mm-hmm. you'll get that one recognition mm-hmm. where all the work that has led up to it mm-hmm. is now being recognized. Literally, it yeah. wasn't recognized at the time, but yeah. it is now because yeah. people are like, wow, I see all the things that you've exactly. done exactly um but yeah no i was like i was like man props to my girl thank Latifa. you thank you thank you thank you but i was also thinking about other things like for example <coughs> like i was like me and uh, me and a couple of my friends were talking about this the other day and i was like you know especially in a creative industry it is so difficult to um it's it goes back to like your point like being patient mm. and just grinding mm-hmm. because there's a lot of times where you can easily give up mm-hmm. because it's just a hard industry to it be is, in right yeah. and especially to make money cuz there's no middle ground there's either you're amazing at what you do and your craft and people recognize that or you're just like everyone else that's just trying to make it basically yeah and uh, we were just talking about how for example like our parents mm-hmm. um who you know, pretty much were born and raised not in a Western society. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. And I'll speak for myself. Like, my parents have put a lot of hope in me. Mm. And they were like, you know what? We're putting all this money and all this energy mm. in putting you in a good school and making sure you get a degree and you basically find a stable job in Canada mm. where you can now build your legacy. And it's so interesting because... When I think about privilege, people just usually think about, oh, you just have money, um, you know, you're, you don't see the, the, 
the struggles of other peoples and other ethnicities. But that was something so interesting because I, I understood privilege to its roots because when you think about it, us now living mm-hmm. in Canada, we'll probably like live here for a while. We'll like, you know, inshallah, get a house and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And when you think about it, like when you're stable financially in Canada, like you have your own house and whatnot, you have that liberty to tell your kids, you know what? Like at least for me, I'll tell my kids, man, you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. Like live your passion and pursue the career you want to. Yeah. Because I now have that privilege exactly. that I can give to my kids. Yep. And my parents didn't have that privilege. Yeah. And that is the root of like real privilege. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think a lot of people understand what privilege really means. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm so privileged for that because mm. I know <coughs> at the time when I was growing up, I was frustrated because I was like, man, like, why are my parents pushing me to be like mm. an engineer, a doctor and all this stuff? And it all makes sense now. Like, mm. obviously, as you grow older, you understand these things. But it all made sense because I was like, man, it's because for them, they it's like they have. They've invested so much in me. They have yeah. everything to lose. Yeah. Everything to lose. Yeah. They're literally hoping for me um, to, like, be settled here and, and, you know, get my Canadian passport so then I can sponsor them and they mm. can live that better life that they hoped mm. that they, you know, envisioned when I was basically, you know, in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, my kids, I never have that worry because mm. I'm, like, I'm settled. I'm yes. chilling. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't have to worry about money. I don't yeah. have to worry about financial stability. Yeah. So it's like with that privilege, yeah. I can give to my kids that liberty of being like, yo, do whatever you want. Yeah. But there is going to be caveat. This is what I was talking about. I was like, man, you can do whatever you want, but I'll give them a timeline. Mm. So, for example, if they're like, I'm going to be a rapper, mm. I'll be like, first of all, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, mm. come on. Like, you sometimes need a real talk. My my dad, when I told him I wanted to be a cricket player, mm. he gave me that real talk. He's yeah. like, yo, just shut up. Yeah, no, you have to be very real. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to like. It's it's good to be like, you know, allow your kids to kind of figure out what they want to yeah. do. But you have to also give them like the realistic side yeah. of things like, can you fend for yourself yeah. financially, yeah. which is the most important thing at I this end, like in this point in time. Yeah. So if they do mention being a rapper, OK, why do you want to be a rapper? Yeah. What influences you to be a rapper? Do yeah. you know the struggle you're going to go through? Exactly. Some people don't know or are not ready or equipped to be in that struggle. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, I want to be a rapper. I want to be a singer. I want to be whatever I want to do. But then, like, especially in the creative world, when push comes to shove and yeah. you are at, like, maybe $100 a month, can you handle that? Exactly, exactly. But I think, like, it, it's, like, there has to be a balance. So, like, what I was saying was, like, if my kids say, let's say they're, <coughs> same example, like, they want to be a rapper. I'll be like, okay, listen, if you're going to be a rapper, just know that you have to now, financially support yourself like mm. still have a day job mm. and at night you can make your music whatever it is mm. but i'm gonna give you a timeline mm. so n- let's say they're like i'm not gonna go to school mm. i'm just gonna pursue this because i feel like i can do it mm-hmm. and if i truly believe in my child like you said asking those questions like if i really think that they can do it yeah i'll give them that liberty yeah but i will have a timeline yeah i will say like you know what in three years obviously like I, i'm not gonna expect you to be a rapper like, uh, like a well-known rapper but I need to see that you've made progress mm. and real progress. Mm. So I think people need to give these um, timelines and boundaries to their kids because you're at least giving them the liberty of being like, you know, prove it to me. Like, I'm going to support you 100 percent. 
But at the same time, you got to be realistic. Mm. You know what I mean? If you're doing this for like 10 years mm. and you're still exactly where you were mm. when you started, mm. what are we doing here? That's true. That's such a good point because I think I was talking to my brother and he was talking about like some opportunities that I could probably like partake in yeah. in Doha. And I'm at this point where like I don't want to go back to Doha yeah. because like coming back to Toronto and living in like a Western society, I find that there's a lot more opportunity creatively yeah. Yeah. out here, right? For sure. It's great, yes, you can get a lot of international connections, yeah. but like in terms of being able to use different creative outlets, I feel like you're very, you're kind of like, there's not much that you yeah, can do, limited, right? You're yeah. limited in yeah. a sense. But then he was asking like, oh, okay, like what's your, what's your goal? What's what? Where do you want to be in five years? Yeah. And Loki, like it made me panic a bit because like I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, I don't even know right. what I'm doing tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Or yeah. like you know what you're doing tomorrow, but to plan ahead yeah. essentially does save you a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, right. Because you're like, okay, by year one, I want to master this skill. Yeah. By year two, I want to open up a company. By year three, I want to do this. Yeah. When you have those deadlines, like say for example, you're in school and they say. Your deadline is January 24th. Mm -hmm. You're working up to that point to hand in that final assignment. Yep, yep. So having your goal is essentially like that, where you're working within those five years to be like, my final assignment is in five years. Mm -hmm. If I don't get it, it's not like I'm a failure, yeah. but I should know that I should be working towards that yeah. constantly, right? I agree, I agree. And I was like, oh, shit. I shouldn't be doing this aimlessly. Yeah. I should be figuring out what okay. is my goal. Yeah, where do I want to want to be? Where do I want to be yeah. in two years? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then, like you said, I won't be in the same spot for yeah. another two years. I agree. I also think it also comes down to like, for example, um, really comes down to priorities for mm. me. It's like you can you can have a plan, but like your plan has to have a vision. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like if your vision is to be a millionaire like you want to make money mm. like your plans have to align with that like mm. for example like let's say my kids are like i'm happy with like very basic income and living a very basic life like mm. you know just very basic which i'm also happy with to mm. be honest like i don't need to be a millionaire to be happy of course yeah um that all comes down to like what your priorities are exactly and then aligning your priorities with your vision exactly but i also think you know it's good to plan 100 percent because you need to you can't just like you said live aimlessly but it's also very important to know, um, again, I guess it's priorities, but really like like the simplest things that we neglect in mm. life. And what I mean by that is every day, especially living in a city and especially our age where we see everyone around us just grinding and trying to make mm -hmm. it. And we forget sometimes the people around us, oh especially yeah. people like, you know, like your family and your close ones. Mm. Um, you just take it for granted, mm. man. Like, you take your own life for granted. Oh, 100%. You're like, yeah, I'm healthy. I'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. man, what if you wake up tomorrow and something's wrong with Literally. you? Literally. You know what I mean? I, under I, like, honestly resonate with that so much because I remember last year, like, right after university, and it was a time, again, like, I'm the type of person that I like to really, like, hustle, hustle. Yeah. And then when I'm not hustling and I have this, like, quiet, still moment, I panic. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, I'm just still, yeah. I feel like Not I should doing be doing anything, anything. Yeah. doing something. Yeah. And normally people run away from that feeling, but I just sat in it and I said, why, why do I have this feeling? Right. Yeah. And it's literally just like you said, it's just to, to, s to have that still moment and to not to be doing anything and to come out of that hustle mentality yeah. just makes you rethink and appreciate everything and everyone around you. Cause exactly. you're like, 
wow, I must have been hustling and I was like under a rock, but I forgot to check in on really good people. Yeah. I forgot to check in on my family. So I forgot to check in on myself because I was so not blindsided, but you're just so lost in yeah. doing what you need to do to get somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. That you forget, again, the people around you. Yeah. And I think just having like, after I sat still and I wasn't doing anything and I was just trying to kind of come back to myself, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, wait, there's a healthy balance because those yeah. people that, uh, the reason that you are able to go so far is because of the people that you 100%. have behind you, right? Yeah. Without them, you're lost, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. Without your entourage, without your family, without whatever, you are clearly lost yeah. because they are the ones who push you. Yeah, if you're like down, who are yeah. you calling? Exactly, Those exactly. people, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're lost, if you don't have any ideas, who are you calling? Those people. So if you neglect that, your whole world kind of gets neglected yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. you know? I think it's also just important to have temperature <coughs> checks. Oh, yeah. Like we all like, Okay, so like New Year's coming, mm. right? So everyone's now starting to like make plans for the new year, yeah, like yeah. what they want to accomplish and yeah. all this stuff, which is good. But my thing is like, I think we always forget like you should have goals, like tiny goals, yeah, um, that you set for yourself. Yeah, because when you achieve that goal, you should not just be like, okay, that's great, let's move on to the next exactly. one. Take a moment to actually reflect back exactly. on what you've accomplished, yeah, and reflect on how you've changed as a person. Like, yes, like how much you've grown as a person mm, because mm. we don't do that enough. Nope. We all like come to this understanding when the year ends. Yes. It's like, oh man, like let me just look back and yeah. think about what just happened this past year because time flies so fast oh, when you're just me. like working and you're, you don't realize it. Like mm-hmm. think about it. 2019 is done. I know. Pal. We're going to die soon. I, okay, okay. But you know what I mean? Like I honestly feel like every single year it's going faster and faster. Subhanallah. Honestly, man. Um, but I'm I'm I keep catching myself where I'm like, man, time flies so fast mm. yet I'm forgetting the people around me. Yeah. I keep doing that and yeah. it's so bad and yeah. I I always realize that when it's big moments like yeah. either it's my birthday or it's it's a new year. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Man, I have to remember who um the people around me, I gotta remember I, I have to keep them around yes. me because they're always gonna be there for me. Yes. Um and more specifically I think it's like it's like, man, like, what if I wake up tomorrow and I'm not here? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, would I be satisfied with my mm. life, with myself, as what I came to accomplish Did I do mm. that? And, like, I think when you're achieving goals, mm. career goals, let's say, mm. for example, um, when you, when you, let's say you're like, okay, I want to be a CEO of a company. Mm. And mm. that's not going to happen overnight. Mm. But you don't have your priorities straight where you're, you've neglected the people um in your life mm. and you're very like one way focus where mm. I'm going to be like, I'm a CEO, I'm a CEO. And mm. let's say the next day you wake up and you don't wake up. What have you left behind on the world? You know what I mean? Like the Yo, people around goosebumps? you, you know what I mean though? Yes. Like the people around yes. you are your, are, are what defines your legacy. Cause yes. they're going to be the ones that's going to say, you know what? Latifa did this to the community. Mm. She had this impact on me. Mm. But when you forget about them, there is no impact and your yeah. legacy is gone. Yeah. Your legacy, I don't think necessarily has to be related to work. No. And like how much money you've made. <clears throat> I think it's more of like the impact you've had on people and community. Literally, yeah. that is to the T. And I remember I was talking to someone about this and I said, what do you, what would you want people to remember you yeah. for? Yeah. Um, and he said, obviously, like his work ethic. Um, and then he asked me and I was like, you know what? I like literally the older I get, it's just 
I just want to be remembered for how I made you feel. Exactly. Like yeah. after I hung out with you, how did you feel? Yeah. After we worked together, how did you feel? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's all I care because that's the when I'm around people, I want to feel like, yo, yeah. I left having the biggest smile on my face or I left exactly. just feeling so happy. Yeah. Right. Because that that has more impact than it does anything. 100%. Right. And you're just like, yo, it doesn't like it doesn't matter how cool, how much followers, how yeah, much work exactly. you've done. It's literally like, who are you? towards other people and yeah. how much have you been able to impact them in the slightest way smallest way yeah like they could have had a bad day you didn't know and exactly. you made them laugh exactly. and then they went home and they felt good you yeah. didn't know anything about yeah. that right yeah. and that's for them to feel that way and they're like yeah. damn how made me this feel exactly. or how he made me feel this yeah, way <laughs> exactly exactly yeah no i 100 percent agree that because because like it, it just goes back to the point of like man like life is so precious and we take it so uh, we take it for granted mm. and like it's it's crazy because like i was thinking about this as well like you know our friend ahmed and mm. you know he's going through some troubling times and it's like you realize everything that you took for granted and you're like man like i gotta go back and and, and realize all these things that yep. i took for granted and really like understand my priorities yeah and it's so interesting how you become so much more religious oh yeah i just find that so interesting because it's like <coughs> what what is it about god when you're going through a troubling time that you're like, I'm going to be more religious. That's so interesting to me. I think it's because you as a person can't understand what's going on. And you, you like literally you just you, you conceptually are like, I don't know what's going on. And the only explanation is let me let me just ask God for help. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. that is also another um, like, you know, when we think about God, it's just like something that's a higher being mm -hmm. that can control the uncontrollable. Mm. So when mm. you are in a situation where you're like, I don't know what's going on and I can't turn to anyone. Let me just turn to the one that can might might slightly have an influence mm. on this situation. Mm -hmm. But I just find it so interesting. Man. I, I relate to that part where especially um, Ahmed had said, like yeah. he found God again and he yeah. made that connection. Just like knowing me, I've like battled between like my religion and spirituality a lot. Yeah. But I always find like whenever I get back to my faith, I am the strongest. Yeah. Like I agree. I'm literally the sanest, the strongest, the kindest, the most giving because like you've, again, it goes back to your point about like as humans, we want to control everything. And then when you let go of that control yeah. and you leave it up to God to handle, like your life just becomes a lot easier because yeah. you're not stressing over these things because you're like, whatever has been planned for me yeah. has been planned for me. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like you have to realize your day of death has been planned for you. Yeah. Whatever has happened in your life has been written in, in the books, in yeah. the books yeah. for you. Yeah, so yeah. when you have that idea in the back of your head, you kind of take away this anxiousness yep. or this stress that you have about what's going on in your life and you just say okay wait what am i supposed to learn from this yeah. what am i supposed to be taking from this I agree. right yeah and that's for every situation it's different for ahmed for those who don't know i mean you can probably speak on it a lot more yeah. um, about who ahmed is yeah so ahmed is basically a, a good friend of uh emmy's and i've met him through um emmy and you know it's crazy because he's been living a regular life like everyone else and you know just recently this year he's um you know he's going he's gone through some health issues and you know he was just he basically wrote a post about his experience and the life he lived just this one year just this one year and it was just so eye-opening for me as well or eye-opening i should say because 
it was just like it, it honestly just brought me back to like what I should be prioritizing as well. Because he was talking about how not only b- he, he became religious, but the fact that we like I said, like we just take everything just for granted. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's just he enjoys the smallest things like mm. just hanging out with his family. Mm. He really enjoys those moments because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Hundred percent. You know, 100%. Um, but man, it was just. It was just wild. Like, yeah. just everything that's happened in the past year, it just makes me reflect as I grow older every yeah. year. I just become more and more like my parents. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's like, crazy. It is. It's quite interesting. And I find it really, on like, honestly beautiful to see yeah. that. Like, you become more like your parents. But it's also because your p- our parents, especially for us being Muslim kids, is that our parents have always been very religious and stuck to their faith. Yeah. And I believe that is why they are the way that they are and where yeah. they are at in their lives, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I know, like, my parents have, like, gone through a lot of hardship, but they're so strong, strong in their man. faith. It's so like, true. Like, my mom calls, have you prayed? Did you pray today? Yeah. If I'm feeling bad, just make dua, make dua, listen yeah. to Quran. Yeah. And then that's how they deal with it. And then it gets passed on in here, and they're like, oh, I understand why. Yeah. Why they literally always go back to Allah for 100%. This. I also think like the other thing is like mm. this is something my parents have instilled in me and has helped me a lot in mm. life and I try to like teach this to other people that ask for my advice or like especially Emmy for example when mm. she's like hey like I'm going through a troubling time like mm. why is this happening to me mm. and when you're you, you can be any you can be religious you could be spiritual it doesn't matter it applies mm. to everyone when you're when you believe in something I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. 100%. You know, so when I'm like, oh, okay, this, sh- something happened where it didn't go according to plan. Yeah. Of course, at the time, I'm frustrated. Mm. But when I take the time to just understand, I'm like, you know what? Everything that has leapt, led up to who I am as a person, where mm. I am right now, mm. has been the best decision or the best thing that's happened for me. Yet, at the time, I didn't realize that it was a good decision. It's almost like you're... It's like that same uh, metaphor where you're too close to the elephant and you don't realize that what has happened is actually going to be beneficial for Mm -hmm. you, but you just don't see it yet. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling that to people that are going through troubling times. Like, man, keep at it. Like, keep Mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. If Mm -hmm. you're struggling with work, Mm -hmm. if you're struggling with mental health, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like, keep doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. because you'll see in fruition it'll come back yes yes it will to your exact point when we talked about one year ago when Mm. you were like man i feel like i'm not getting anywhere Mm -hmm. and everything like i said i told you at the point as well like everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. so just keep doing what you're doing and now you see all the things that you grinded for has led you to who you are now yeah but more importantly it's led you to be a much better content creator if you were just given a good job at the time you wouldn't be as good of a content creator as you are right now exactly no 100 percent, man like it's it's so crazy like even when we think of like thinking back to 2019 i think for a lot of people it's been a year of growth yeah um a lot like a lot of people i speak to it's like what did 2000 yo 2019 was crazy man 2019 taught (laughs) me shit i was like oh damn you too damn like we all went through it this year But I think it's it's great that people are coming to this like realization of growth. Yeah. Um. I think a lot of people are are moving a lot more closer to their faith too. Yeah. Um. I think we're just coming to that age. I think we are, That's but it was it, it was a confusing age because people were also kind of get uh, gravitating towards like spirituality because obviously there's so much going on yeah. in society. Yeah. So people are lost and they want to have they need to understand 
why things are happening the way that I they agree. are. I agree. And that's understandable because you're always questioning, why is this happening? Yeah. Why could this be happening to me type yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. So spirituality can kind of give you that answer, mm-hmm. and c- so can religion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, 2019 was a hectic freaking year. Ups and downs. Oh, man. Ins, man, like ins I said. Ins and outs. Ins and outs. Anything, whatever you want to say, yeah. man. Every year, I feel like I'm growing. Yeah. And I'm just grateful for literally the people around me, the family that I have, and um, the person I've grown into, man. Yes. Um, so with that being said. What are your, oh, what, oh, oh, oh. Out, what are your wishes for the year of 2020? You know, I hate doing this. Okay. I'll tell you why. It's because um, I don't like. For example, like it's like, oh, it's a new year, so I'm gonna set goals for myself. I like setting goals whenever mm. I want to. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, if I wake up and I feel like I want to do something, I'm gonna set a goal from that point mm. forward. Um, but I will say, like, if if we're talking about like what I want to do for 2020, it's just more of what um, I couldn't do in mm-hmm. 2019, mm. and that re- it honestly just comes back to as I get older. This is like me, like Grandpa, mm. talking. It's mm. like I just want to give back more to the people that are around me, my mm. family, my friends. Mm. I just want to make sure, again, to your point, if anything happens, I want to make sure that I'm remembered through them. Yes. And that's all I care about. Yes. But yeah. Amen. 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 What about you, though? Um, I'm hoping for 2020 to be a year of more growth mm-hmm. and a year of just peace. Amen. Um, and a year of more gratitude. Yeah. Literally yeah. just sharing gratitude amongst others and yeah. just like, Really, you know, um, besides career is like just becoming closer to friends and family and like really cherishing those friendships that people have been there. I agree. Um, but yeah, that's the year for 2020. Peace, baby. Peace, Peace and more love more in love. this humanity. No, we need that more than <laughs> oh, ever. Oh, trust me. We need that more than trust ever. me. Trust um, me. But man, people that are listening. You know, you you guys can write down your goals yes. for what you want to do for 2020 and share with the people around you, man. Like, cherish the people around you. Like, you don't have to go out clubbing. You don't have no. to drink. You, none of that. No. Just cherish the people around you during the New Year's yeah. and really reflect on what you've done and how much you've grown. Because, like I said, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So really cherish the people around you, man. Go ahead. And that was the word of the day. Yeah. Uh, I'm Latifa. And I'm Hottie. And this was Two Peas in a Pod. And we are signing out. Peace. Peace.